Hello and welcome to City on Air. I'm Sylvia Maru and I'm Freya Hudson. Today we talk about Varsity, City winning the Good Food Award and the policeman who's been around campus this past week. But first, we begin tonight with allegations of unfair positive deductions from the student halls provider Liberty Living. Joe Holding is here to tell us more. Thanks Sylvia. This week it has been claimed that Liberty Living were guilty of unjustly charging residents for maintenance of communal areas, the repainting of walls and even for the purchase of new mattresses. The charges, which were deducted from tenants' £200 deposit, have in some cases been refunded upon complaints from a number of students. In a phone interview, I spoke to ex-resident Dan Leinhardt, who outlined his experiences with the management of Liberty Court. Basically, at the beginning of the year, after the, if this was last year, after the refurb of the halls, um, the radiator pipe between mine and my flatmate's room burst, flooding the whole of the flat and the showers were continuously leaking the whole year. So there was some damage to the flat at the end of the year that was caused by their own staff basically cleaning up the mess that they'd caused. And um, come the end of the year, when it was time to get your deposit back, we had a final inspection where three out of the four were present because one person had already left. And we were told that the room was fine marks were pointed out to us on the walls and we responded to explain that that was the staff and they said that's no problem and that the flat was fine and then um, myself and one of my other flatmates got charged for repainting of walls and um, new mattresses and it took a few phone calls and a letter later to actually manage to get my deposit back off of them. After hearing of the problems that Dan had experienced at Liberty Court I asked him to expand on some of the financial difficulties that he'd come across. It wasn't just myself that got charged £100 for a new mattress, I believe, or just over 100 I can't remember the exact figure. But um, I think the total deposit they attempted to take off out of the 200 was 130 I think 30 was repainting charges, which at the inspection they said was fine. I don't know if a lot of people bothered to write them a letter to do it formally, because I spoke to them on the phone first and didn't really get anywhere, obviously, because... They're not going to just say it over the phone, yeah, no problem. They obviously need a formal letter writing to them. But as soon as I did send the letter in, I got a phone call immediately to say that it was obviously a mistake and that they'll give me the money back. Okay. I don't know about... I mean, I know that out of my group of friends that I met in halls that year, um, around 60-70% of them were charged for mattresses. So if you take that over, the whole numbers of students in the halls, I presume it's a very high proportion. No. All residents at student halls will face a final inspection before they move out in June and July of this year. In order to pass the important information on to others, Dan was keen to highlight some of the things that he'd done to have his reductions refunded. Um, I initially called them two or three times and spoke to them about the process and they said that there was no manager in the first time, second time the manager was on holiday, third time that I should write to them. So I wrote them an email and then got email communication back and then returned with a formal letter to them basically stating that I had because I took photos when I left anyway just to show for my own protection to, because I lived in there in first year um, and I just knew it was better to take photos because then if there is any dispute you've got evidence of it of how you left the property and I said that I had photos in the letter and then they immediately came back to say that they apologise and that I could pick my cheque up from them Earlier in the week, Liberty Court were approached with these allegations of unwarranted charges. 
Unfortunately, their only response was to remind residents to read the document entitled Guide to Living and the Tenancy Deposit Scheme leaflet. On Wednesday, City participated in its first varsity. Sylvia Amaro has the full report. City University participated in varsity against Westminster University. It joined seven sports including tennis, football and rugby. I talked to Alice Cresswell, the Vice President Activities and Development, who explained what varsity is. Varsity is when City, in this case Westminster, they play all of their sports against all of their sport teams and see who comes out victorious in the one-day competition. Alice also told me about the results. Uh, well, most of the games were really close. It was just in the last few minutes that everyone kind of fell apart a bit. I think it was the nerves of it being our first loss. We did end up losing almost all of the games. Luckily, one of the men's singles tennis players won his match, and the men's basketball team, as usual, became out victorious. Varsity was also marked by funny events. Alice explains. The carrot as a mascot made that there was, there was quite a few funny ones, really. Cheerleaders running around with carrots in their hair was probably quite funny. Um, but also, I, I did rugby tackle the captain of the Westminster rugby team because he was being a bit dis- disrespectful towards our mascot, and I thought I'd put him in his place. There were also a couple of good points about this year's varsity. The varsity was really good for building community and building up a lot of rivalry between the two universities. And hopefully it's going to be something that's going to become much bigger in the years to come. Next year, City will be hosting the competition, which might be a problem given that the university doesn't have any sports grounds. Nonetheless, we all look forward to beating Westminster next year. Next, City has been a part of London's public sector race to meet Olympic food standards and it looks like all the hard work has finally paid off. Freya has more. City has won the prestigious Good Food on the Public Plate Award for providing students with healthier and more sustainable meals and snacks. The award ceremony was presented by Chair of the London Food Board, Rosie Boycott, who also advises the current Mayor of London, Boris Johnson, on food issues. The event was held at City Hall and aimed to celebrate three years of the Good Food on the Public Plate project and acknowledge the best of London's caterers selling good quality food to the public. The project has helped increase the amount of meat used from British farms and promoted free-range meat and eggs and sustainable fish. It also aims to keep food costs low, so great for students. In other news, City has this month welcomed a new police officer on campus. He's called Jason Burton, so if you see any problems around uni, that's who to go to, and you'll see him walking around campus from now on. Meanwhile, this week, Bernard Hogan Howe, the Metropolitan Police Commissioner, visited our uni to talk with students. He wanted to hear their views on whether police in London do a good job and to see what we would like the police to do more of, so it will be interesting to see what issues come up. That dreaded time of the year is coming up and finally, exam timetables are now on City's website. Just go to www.city.ac.uk, then click about City, then exams. Good luck everyone with revision over Easter. But before the exam period creeps up, at least we have this beautiful sunny weather to enjoy. This week has seen hundreds of students sunbathing in Northampton Square. It definitely feels like summer already, so don't miss out on ice creams that are on sale in the cafeteria now. And last but not least, the results of the elections have been released, and here is our uni's new presidential team. Giulio Fellino won the role of president, James Perkins, vice president of education, and Helen J. Kumar is our new vice president of activities and development. And now over to Yasmin for this week's pick of things to do over the next week.
So we all know Easter is coming up, but if you can't wait until the 8th of April for your chocolate fix, then visit the South Bank Centre Square this weekend for the Chocolate Festival. The outdoor festival features dozens of stalls selling chocolate-related products, including cakes, savoury treats, and if you're feeling creative, you can pick up a chocolate-making kit. Also, have either of you seen any weird ceramic Easter eggs on your wanders around London? Yeah, the other day I noticed three in Covent Garden and a couple on the South Bank, but what are they for? As nice as they are, what is the point of them? Basically, it's a challenge for the public to see if they can try and find all 200 eggs. The hunt was brought together as a fundraising event for the Elephant Family in Action for Children, and the eggs have actually been designed by artists, designers, architects and jewellers. By the 3rd of April, the two and a half feet tall eggs will nest together in Covent Garden before being auctioned for charity. If you're a big Harry Potter fan, don't worry, we're not going to judge you, but you may be interested to know that a new attraction in Hertfordshire is opening its doors on Saturday. Warner Bros Studios presenting The Making of Harry Potter. So if you want to pretend you're a Gryffindor by visiting the common room or that's your Dumbledore, which I may slightly judge you for, then you can visit the principal's office too. Even though I'm praying that the sunshine stays, it's not looking promising. So for a backup, check out the cinema with new releases including Act of Valor, The Pirates in an Adventure with Scientist 3D and The Hunger Games, which is actually the third biggest grossing opening weekend ever. Unfortunately, that's all we've got time for this week. And sadly, this is our last podcast of the year. But don't worry, City on Air will be back next year, so don't forget about us. Just to keep you occupied until on air begins again, next week we'll have a combination of funny clips said while we're recording for you to listen to. So make sure you look out for that. I'm sure we have plenty of fun laughing at our expense. We hope you've enjoyed listening to the show this year. We've certainly had a great time making it. The on air team wishes you a great holiday and good luck with exams. I've been Freya Hudson. And I've been Sylvia Maru. Goodbye. (laughs) 